So how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Excellent, excellent. As I say, it's my, my first time meeting you. Apparently you, you're Facebook buddies uh, with my wife, Izzy. <laughs> yes, I believe we know each other oh, through yeah, Jeremiah. Oh, yeah, we met about, about 10 years ago, yeah, yeah. On, uh, oh, yeah okay. through in Sacramento. So, yeah, yeah, oh. Sacto. Sacto. Uh, hamburger yeah. patties? Sacto. No, you don't, you don't know any of those people. Oh, okay, never yeah. mind then. <laughs> and then I just saw, yeah. uh, you also know Robert. Apparently we have mutual friends. Oh, yeah, friends. yeah, yeah. How do you know Robert? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, also through, uh, also through the sack, the, the sack scene, um, the, sa- yeah, the sacrament, the Sacramento scene. Um, yeah, he was, he was involved in, uh, some of the, some of the film groups like the trash film orgy and places like that continued as he's like, you know, been in comedy and that sort of thing. All right. I used to work with his wife. So. Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, you, you guys are from the Sacramento area. Mm-hmm. Is it really weird to refer to places like Old Sack or no, you know, sack the, the, the Sack Crew, you know, stuff yeah. like that? No. Okay. No, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I it though I will say it took me leaving Sacramento to to find it to actually realize how odd it sounded to say Old Sack. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like you old when sack you're there, candy yeah. shop and Old Sack when tattoo. You're, when, and... when you're there, it's it's like you've grown up with Beaver Liquors. Oh yeah, it's not weird I, until know, right. you it's leave. All, it, everything's there, but you know, yeah. To, but just to say, like, I'm going to the sack, and here's the sack, and this is an old sack. Mm-hmm. It's you know, there's yeah. Outside outside people would be like that. You know what you're saying, and I'm like, no, I'm just talking about old sack. Nice. Yeah, if you're saying you're gonna but go then get that, some later, old I'd be like, oh, right, like old sack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're saying you're gonna go down and take some pictures in old sack, it's uh. totally different context. <laughs> Right, yeah, uh, yeah, or take pictures of an old set. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah, yeah. So. did that answer your yeah, question? Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Where Deep Star 6 left off, Endless Descent begins. Venturing far beneath the sea. You're going to join a NATO rescue team to track down the Siren One. No one knows the Siren better than you. They are explorers. Stand by to dive. Better check this out, sir. On a daring mission. Swim! What the hell's happening? They were here, Captain. Take a look at the screen. What the hell happened to them? Damn! Look like we missed some part. A mission that leads to an endless descent. Power drastically reduced. We're falling to a crevice in the floor of the rift. What's the depth? Over 45,000 feet, sir. Somebody better do something. Hold on, folks. 60 feet. You like roller coasters. An endless descent into hell. The SOS signal is coming from directly ahead of you. Jacket Oscar nominee R. Lee Ermey. How are you doing? Open up. I can't. Robocop's Ray Wise and Deborah Adair. With special effects from the creators of Alien. Endless Descent 
it will take you to the very depths of terror. Yeah! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from Movies. movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are talking July 1990s, The Rift. Oh! Wait, wait. Is this the one about underwater sea... uh, People who are under the sea and they're just a few days from getting to surface and then a monster attacks? Or is this the one where it's people (laughs) under the sea who are miners who are a few days from... (laughs) Uh, this is the fifth such movie we've done this December. Ah, <laughs> uh, but we are not alone for this one. Well, I'm not putting on pants, so hey, you want no pants needed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if our good friend uh, Galen Howard, who's joining Woo! us, is wearing pants. Welcome, Galen. Hello, hello. I am wearing a very comfortable robe at the moment. Nice. Yeah, pants-free pa- pa- pants podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there are pants too, but there's, there's just a very comfortable robe over them. <laughs> okay, gym shorts. Gym shorts, you got me. Excellent. And uh, Galen, if you wouldn't mind, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Oh, well. Oh, well. Mm, <laughs> ooh. Oh, the possibilities. Um, well, um, I... I, I like I like I like long romantic evenings. Um, let's see. No, I <laughs> I am an actor and uh, in the um, Los Angeles region. Um, been about out here for about about ten years, and um, it's uh, you know it's a little uh, it's a little slow at the moment, but uh, you know there's uh, there's. You know, still finding ways to uh, to keep things interesting. You know, talking about insane movies that I had somehow never heard of um, <laughs> like like to, like today I, I this is around the time that i started becoming more aware of movies and was i remember you know just seeing you know watching all of the trailers and all of that but i never saw this one this apparently came out from uh, from mgm yeah and i i don't i'm very i'm very confused i mean this feels like some kind of mandala effect nightmare yeah um, <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah, that's why we this month specifically, like I had heard about, you know, everybody knows about the abyss when it came out. Uh, so good. A few people knew knew about Leviathan, which was also a I, I knew about Leviathan. Yeah. yeah, and I even knew about the Deep Star Six, but I I did not know of Lords of the Deep <laughs> or the Rift. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I knew about Deep Star and Six was I, the poster. I don't know. I, I I'm per- I was perfectly fine not knowing about them, but here we are. <laughs> Excellent. Well, the rift. Oh my gosh. Oh, babe. Before Hello. we get started, though, uh, Galen, are you uh, enjoying any uh, beverages on your end? Um, I've I, I have some. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the winter season, so it it is deep December. So I have uh, I have some uh, I have some Earl Grey tea Ooh. at the moment. Very nice. So classy. Yeah. I'm very classy. I, it's the robe life. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, on our end, uh, we have the original Pilsner. Yes, Pilsner Urkel Ooh. from uh, yeah, brewed in Pilsen, Czech Republic. Woo! Since 1842. This fresh is one of yeah. Steve's favorite beers. It is. Yeah, this is in a uh, nice little uh, tall boy can. I don't know if it's like 16 ounces or 500 milliliters or something. But and I, is this the one that we found at the Winco or is this the one we found at the uh, the Asian market? Uh, probably Winco. I don't know. Let's find out. No. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever try to do a, a do a tie-in with uh, TG with um 
uh, with ABC's TGIF in the 90s and do a, Pizn- a Pilsner Urkel. A Pilsner Steve Urkel, yeah. <laughs> Pilsner, yes. Or St- uh, Stefan yes. Urkel. Stefan, yeah. Stefan Urkel. <laughs> he would get into the machine and then suddenly be, and suddenly he'd be, uh, be sipping a fine Pilsner Urkel. Mm. Well, if they uh, bring Family Matters back, we may have to talk to them about that. <laughs> if they do that reboot, yeah. that that long-awaited that long-awaited reboot. <laughs> oh, we well, can get Chai McBride as the dad. All right. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Wait, is is hmm. Re- Reginald or Re- Reginald Johnson whatever still around? Yes. Yeah, say. <laughs> yeah, say the. I, I I just read something today. They're talking about bringing a, a Fresh Prince of Bel Air back, and I'm like, oh, but Uncle Carl. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Maybe that's where Chai McBride steps in as the stepdad or something. Leave things alone. Leave, yeah. Well, that's in the past. See, it'll be. It's well. What it is going to have to be is Will Smith is going to have to be the Uncle Carl, and he's going to have to take in somebody. Okay. He'll have to take in like, um, yeah. I don't know, Donald Glover or something. (laughs) Kevin Hart. (laughs) Hart. Are we like the same age? (laughs) No. All right. So Pilsner Cat. Here we go. Hello, uh, fellow oh. t- teenagers. <laughs> I uh, pop my top. Oh, Ooh. his top. Nice. And <laughs> the poor. Ooh, this is a beautiful crystal clear beer. It's very, very pale yellow. Has a white foamy oh, head oh. with lots of tiny bubbles. That tiny are, bubbles make me happy. They're sort of lingering there. It's very, very malty on the aroma. A little bit of green apple on the aroma, and like oh. a little metallic on the aroma. <laughs> yeah, that may just be the top from the can or something. Okay, how's the flavor? I mean, it tastes like a pilsner or kale. It's not as a uh, skunky as when we find it in the bottles and stuff, but yeah, yeah, not bad. Just nice, smooth, a uh, nice little bit of a hot bite. But yeah, uh, very mild, earthy, hoppy notes. Um, yeah, this is a great all-day drinking beer. Get yourself some. Pils- me a green apple. I was like, wow, that's I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the the lagers, the cold fermented beers, will get sort of a green, like a bright green appley taste to it. It's uh, it's considered a flaw in some beers and part of other beers. Mm. I particularly enjoy it. Some people really hate it. There you go, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never listen to this. Yeah. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with a little green apple. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Well, yeah, come to daddy. Yeah, so the rift, okay. The rift. The <laughs> rift from director Juan Piquel Simon. Who's he, Steve? Uh, or or J.P. Simon? I, I don't know how you're supposed to. J.P. Yes, yeah. right. I don't yeah. know how you're supposed when, to pronounce when, it exactly, but when he was supposed to, when he when he went went for the Americanization, yeah. yeah. Uh, J.P. Simon. But he's a writer director. Uh, he also did Satan's Blood, <laughs> Supersonic Man, Extraterrestrial Visitors. Slugs, which uh, we were referred to in a... It was uh, Worms. When we did uh, Ticks, it was like, see my review of Slugs. No, no, see See my review review of Worms. worms. See my review of Worms. So on a fellow podcast, which you are aware of, what were they thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah. We reviewed the movie Ticks, Mm -hmm. and we were reading the reviews, and one of the reviews for Ticks says, see my review for Worms, and then you go to the review for Worms, it says, see my review for Slugs. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing, like the greatest. <laughs> oh no, no, we did we, on slugs. It was just like, oh, it's a run of the mill, no. <laughs> al- you know, a bug invasion movie. Yes. Uh, but it was they were all five stars. Was the best part oh, too of, of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, but yeah, then we also did this, uh, followed by Cthulhu Mansion. What? Ooh. And oh hello. And Manoa, the city of gold, which I'm 
going to guess yeah. is a take on Congo in my mind. <laughs> I like that idea. Hmm. Don't forget, um, don't forget the slasher film Pieces. He also did that. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yes. Oh, but babe, there's an uncredited writer with this movie. Oh no. Uh, Colin Wilson. Does that name sound familiar? Mm, I don't know. Is is he a uh, like a running back for the Cowboys? No, no, no. <laughs> no, he is not. Uh, he wrote for Max Headroom. You know, okay, Matt Fur, yeah. Stuff. Uh, he also wrote a novel called Space Vampires. <gasps> yes. That was adapted to the movie Life Force. <laughs> oh, the Space Vampires. Oh, oh with Space Girl. Yeah, we love that movie yes. so much. <laughs> mm. Greatest soundtrack of all time. From Henry Mancini. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. Who'd have thunk it? That blew my mind when I found that out. Uh, babe, there's also a uh, documentary streaming on Amazon Prime called Strange is Normal, The Amazing Life of Colin Wilson. All right. Well, I know what we're doing after yeah, this podcast. Right? What? <laughs> We may have to check this out. Really? The, the, he, he, he lived a life that warranted a, a documentary? I mean, he wrote it and possibly directed it, so <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> oh, More okay. to come on that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he narrates it, too. This is my spectacular life. <laughs> Look at this little boy here. He's so cute. <gasps> yeah. Maybe this is what the... Oh, that's me! This is what the Nick Cage playing himself in his own biopic oh. movie is sort of based on. Maybe he plays himself. Whoa. Maybe. Uh, one can only hope. Mm, yes. But mommy and daddy, I'm going to be a director. <laughs> if only that young boy knew what I knew now. I am eight years old, though I look like 75. <laughs> look at my lollipop. I am a child. <laughs> yes. Short pants. Short pants. <laughs> oh, deep fake technology will take care of all that for Right? Him, They're just going to grab Malf Tarkin him. <laughs> Uh, in the cast of this movie, uh, we have the great Jack Scalia as Wick Hayes. Woo! Oh, oh my God, R. Lee Ermy as Captain Phillips. <laughs> I am the captain now. Woo! R. Lee. <laughs> Texas, oh, they, Texas steers and queers, and I don't see no horns, boy. <laughs> oh, Arlie. you know R. Lee Ermy. He's great. Oh. He's great in everything. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, Arlie. Yeah, that's right. Gone oh. too soon. Yeah. Well, no, he lived a good four years <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, man. He lived a life. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, and then we also have uh, Twin Peaks star Ray Wise as Robbins. Yeah. Yes. That was my deciding factor for this one. I was like, I was down for some Ray Wise. I'm always down for some Ray Wise. Right? Underrated actor. Absolutely. Ooh, the best. He's and the best. Uh, we have... Uh, I, I, I think it's Ellie Puget as Anna Rivera. Uh, we know her better as Dr. Platt from Lawnmower Man 2, yeah! Job's War. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we watch great movies all the time. <laughs> it's like, this girl looks familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, Galen, so this was your first time watching this movie, right? It was, yes. Again, I, I I only learned of its existence a couple weeks ago when you mentioned it, and um, yeah, this was this is a very it's a very interesting movie, but also very boring. Also a very boring movie. It does have stretches. But yeah. Also very confounding movie, and yeah. So there's a lot. I was I was feeling a lot of things. Nice. And uh, I think we watched it for the first time. Back uh, like February or Mar- it was around my birthday. It was right? like yeah. April, yeah, I believe for your birthday okay. you wanted to watch like <laughs> The Abyss or Leviathan or something, and then we were like, "Hold on, 
we found a wormhole. Yeah. We Customer, found a rabbit hole. Customers also watched, oh, this movie that came out the exact same year. And this and one then too. And we then spent this one. very literally like the next three days doing nothing but eating snacks and watching <laughs> underwater sea monster movies from the late 80s, early 90s. Look, we all cope with 2020 in our own ways, all right? <laughs> I don't think that was coping. I mean, that was like a life goal for me, but okay. <laughs> yeah. What was interesting about this one that I read was that, it, that Dino De Laurentiis is an uncredited producer of it, and he made this right after after producing Leviathan, yeah. and basically just and basically just said like, eh, let's just make a a low budget version of the of the of that other movie. Yep, yeah, basic. And so he literally just yeah. I have so that he too. He's basically like, like well, we already some, got the sets built. Here's like a million bucks. And, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Also, the also I, I also say that the um, the the Colin Wilson's original draft of the script was 250 pages. Oh wow. Whoo. Yeah. That yes. that's what like a four hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's like a Lord of the Rings yes. movie. <laughs> and then in 1988, I wrote the script for the Rift. It was 250 pages. Here I am writing it. It was to be my magnum 125. opus. 126. <laughs> I'll prove my greatness to you, Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> what do you mean James Cameron wrote the same damn thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. okay. So, all right. So this movie starts out, by the way, spoiler alert, this movie's like 80 minutes long. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a real what? quick run. It's it's like the perfect length for what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, it really is. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So the movie starts out and the first note I've written down is, hey, there's a Buick Park Avenue parking <laughs> on an avenue. Yeah. <laughs> As they were meant to. Then uh, curtain falls. It's just credits for the next eighty-two minutes. The movie is complete. It is a perfect circle. <laughs> or two guys in suits <laughs> hop out. Uh, they go up to wake up the the star of our show, uh, Wick. Uh, he's basically like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here?" Oh, hey, Pliskin. I'm like, "Oh man, this guy's name is Pliskin. I'm mm-hmm. in." <laughs> Yeah, and the other guy, na- and then there's, and then shortly after that, there's a guy named Steensland. <laughs> what? <laughs> the the CEO is named Steensland. Oh. He's like Steensland. Steensland. I mean, it just it just feels for the for the first like ten minutes, it just feels like they came up with all the names by just like reading off labels at a hardware store. <laughs> Wick, Bliskin, Steensland, Get me Black and Decker. You know, it just it just it all looks like stuff that I would use to finish my floor. <laughs> Hey, I mean, you if you want a movie where you got uh you got Pliskin versus Wick, this is your action yeah. movie, right? Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Sounds sounds it sounds specific spe- suspiciously uh, similar to to Pliskin, like Snake Pliskin. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're going for. <laughs> right? Nice. So we find out uh Wick here. Much better uh, movie. Much he, better. He movie. designed the Siren 1, which was this I don't know, this ultimate uh submarine or something. And uh, but then he left the company when they decided to turn it to, you know, as they always do, turn into a military weapon or operation or something like yeah, they as one does. It always gets militarized and always goes. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they've lost contact with the siren one and uh, they think it might have something to do with the nuclear powered engines. on it. And he's like, oh, wait, no. I never designed it with those. Like, yeah, we kind of, you know, did. <laughs> we did it. But your buddy Mark Macy's on board and we need to. We need to save it. Luckily, we designed the Siren 2. So, yeah, so basically there he joins like this NATO rescue team to to help him out. Uh, smash cut to, you know, Norway. But 
okay so the best thing about the scene with the the ceo or whatever he's like all right fine i'll help out and he like walks out of the room and then you hear like some uh some vo it's like huh he bought it right (laughs) and then they cut to norway (laughs) it's like oh yeah that was quick yeah yeah so uh so wick gets on the sub and you know the the whole crew they're like hey who's this guy oh yeah that's right they're angry at him because um the company told him like oh yeah the reason this first ship went down is because his design is shit you know it's not our fault i'm gonna go ahead and argue like you already changed the power system which means you've changed the entire electrical which means you've had to change how big or small certain areas of the vessel are you've made all of the changes just by changing the power power system yeah, at the at, at the very least, all the there's a bunch of adapters involved, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he uh, he gets bunked up with uh, Robbins, uh, played by Ray Wise, who uh, <laughs> I love how he's introduced as uh, puking in a bag because he's a little seasick. Yeah, well, dyspeptic, well, dyspeptic. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like that was that was the, uh, he chose that as like his one character flaw. Because like there's really you know until the until the twist at the end there's really there's really nothing interesting about his character at all so I feel like that was just him being like you know I feel like I should have some kind of defect you know some some kind of quirk I'll be pooped. yeah because the middle part of the movie he basically just has like blank stares like whenever he's given orders or he's like well, I I don't mm-hmm. know I uh um <laughs> it's like okay right. That's when he was like in the middle part of the film. It's like when he was just like in his trailer going over his Leland. Paul yeah. <laughs> but Laura. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. We did firewalk with me a couple months, like a year or so nice. ago. And <laughs> uh, difficult. Some difficult. things can't be unseen. <laughs> uh, so what happens from here? Oh, yeah. We're also introduced to uh, Captain Phillips, uh, played by Arlie yeah. Ernie. And a lady officer of biogenetics. Look at me. Look at me. me. I am the captain now. (laughs) Look at me. I am the captain now. (laughs) But we also find out that uh, apparently the lady officer in Wick, uh, apparently the officer is is, uh, his ex. (gasps) I can't can't believe you followed me here on this mission. Oh, Oh, I followed you on this mission on the ship i basically designed yeah yeah i'm totally stalking you <laughs> yeah definitely didn't probably recommend me for this job yeah um so yeah so they head out to sea uh, and i guess they do like a little test dive to like see how how the sub handles and stuff and they're like trying to go like between icebergs and stuff and yeah and they can't turn gently to the left apparently <laughs> Oh no, it's Titanic all over again. <laughs> the slowest near-death scene on film. Yeah, yeah they got got to fill the runtime, you know. <laughs> uh, but but they 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 do get a little minor hit, but they they make it through, and uh, yeah, basically there's a whole whole scene where like, well, you designed a real piece of shit here, and he's like, oh, see, this is a change from when I designed this change too, and this change too, and then uh, Captain's like, you know what? I gotta have a talk with you in my office. <laughs> and bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the captain's basically like, look, I, I, I know you probably got a shit deal coming out here, but you can't talk to me like that on the, in that room. So, uh, I'm borrowing you from the control room. We can, how am I supposed to do my job? Aren't I, aren't I supposed to like find the other sub and find out what's wrong with your design changes? 
Yeah, we can, you can do a Zoom chat from uh, the other side of the submarine, right? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> sure. I don't know. You ever been in a situation like that, Galen? Of, uh, of, of what? Just um... <laughs> Having to find the flaws in a submarine that you had designed, but being banned from the control room, so having to do it from some sort of out office. Oh, you mean that? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I was just curious. <laughs> right. You know, it might, yeah, it might, might have been, you, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, j- just in general, like, okay, uh, uh, this has come up a couple times on other episodes of these, with these, these underwater movies, are they more or less scary than like the same situation in space? Like to you personally? I mean, it's debatable. It, it's really, it's really debatable. I think, um, I think just I I, th- I think I mean I've always had a, a um I've always had a fear of uh, of water I'm not like a, I'm not a great swimmer so like the idea of being submerged is kind of is there's definitely a high anxiety to that but to be fair I've never been in outer space so it's it's really, oh, really? It's, it's hard to say yeah fun fact <laughs> fun fact super fun, fun fact because it's a fun fun fact boom <laughs> never been in space fun fun fact yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've been discussing like whether it's like okay am i am i more scared of you know exploding in the infinite vacuum of space or being imploded under the crushing depths of the ocean and it's like ooh, i think the ocean yeah because I, I, I think, think it would take longer to like slightly longer to die so it'd be more painful yeah. maybe Maybe. But you know, it's interesting yeah. that you bring this up because uh, I was reading about this, and apparently, the script was originally set in space. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that so, makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So then, uh, then it was just like, eh, we can't really afford that. I mean, this film just feels like it was, it, like the budget just kept getting smaller and smaller, and like they were constantly <laughs> changing things. Yeah. Like I feel like that. Like, like like halfway through, not to jump too far ahead, but like when they, they go into the caves, I feel like that was originally written like underwater. And they were just like, Oh, we can't afford that. Let's just set in the cave. Yeah, yeah. We can't we can't afford all the, the effects where it looks like there's water or something. Just like, oh yeah, there's this uh random little pressurized cave. Would that really exist? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> well, it's a yeah, cave. Yeah, because now. we've got the we've got these hybrid plants that are creating toxic air. Yeah. Which is why we gotta wear our breathers. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. <laughs> so put on your goggles. Put them on. Excuse me. Uh, cat seems to be destroying our back room. You guys continue. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <okay then. laughs> yeah. Well, uh, basically at this point, like uh, they start getting this black box signal for the siren one, um, and it's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> I certainly did. I certainly did. Family drama. Family drama. <laughs> It's like, uh, apparently she thinks the cat's understand English. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so they're following this signal and it takes them deep into a trench. That, you know, they're like five miles uh, deep into the ocean. Uh, I don't know. They, they basically, they, they get down there and there's like seaweed that's uh, growing in this trench. And they're like, but wait, th- there's no light down here. Plant growth should be impossible. I need a sample and some pictures. And so they... Uh, they send this Norwegian diver guy in. He's like, yeah, cool. I get it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. There were so, so the, many uh, random accents in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying to play some and I'm like, is he supposed to be like, like Scandinavian or just, I don't know. <laughs> right. Because none of the accents are very good. And so like right in the beginning, there's like, a 
like in the beginning, right when you meet everyone, is there's the classic like say hello to the crew scene, and then so there, there's first like a guy who kind of sounds French, and then there's the Norwegian guy throwing darts. He's like, "Hello, I'm Norwegian," <laughs> and and then there's like, "Oh, and I'm the chef," and uh, and there's all of these people, and you're like, I, "You can't, you can't keep track of them all." It's just that there's there's just that. I love I love in films like this where they just where where they don't have time for they don't have time or energy for any kind of character development. So it's just like uh, you're Norwegian. That's that's who you are. Yep, that's your character. Yeah. You're, you're you're fodder at this point. Right. Yeah. You know, because, <laughs> you're Swedish, yeah. huh? Yeah, and yeah, because then yeah. you have the token the token black guy who's always who's just oh. always throwing sass. He's he's all oh skeets. Oh boy, <laughs> that was painful. That was painful. Yeah, it's like oh my god, his name is Skeets. I love this already. <laughs> oh boy. But what? what his, oh, and what was his re, his full name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, because his full name was great too. <laughs> Cornelius Underworld, but you can call me Skeets. No, I don't. <laughs> and of course, there was the scene. Yeah. And of course, they had to throw in the bit where he like put on the goggles to check out that woman's ass. Yeah. <laughs> you, you Yeah. That was like. Really, like they went that far. They was like they went that far with the character. Oh, well, oh, the, the, oh wait, that... oh wait, that was the that far. It wasn't later when he uh, announces to everybody that he can't swim, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in a submarine? <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they've they've done that a lot. Like they like in um re- even recently in the Meg, they had like the black character who of course couldn't oh, yeah. swim. Right. Oh, like right. I can't swim. I can't yeah. swim. And you're like, oh, this is so painful. <laughs> and Jason Statham's like, don't worry, I'm an Olympic diver. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. <laughs> like, like for realsies. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, yeah. And all of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, his, his, his aerodynamic uh, frame and his, um, and his stubble, his just like pockmarked stubble just like goes through and uh, just. Yeah. yeah. The swimmer's bud. Swimmer's bud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, we got the Norwegian diver guy. He's going down. He he gets a, a sample of the the seaweed or whatever and sends it back. Uh, but then he also finds a corpse. Ah! And he like starts taking some photos. And then he basically gets grabbed by some octopus stock footage. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like you see like some tentacles and he's like ah ah help me. And he, and then you hear like a couple crunches, and then you know the the computer oh flatlines oh his readings, oh. and uh, and everybody's like, "Well, what what happened to I don't know Jorgensen or whatever his name is?" And like, I don't know, maybe a tear in a suit or something. Like, yep, that sounds right. Not oh my god, I'm being eaten alive! Ah, oh, it's got me in its tentacles! Ah, yeah. ah. And, and then we go to the the lab here on this submarine and. Did the fish jump out of the fish tank? I don't know what was going yes, on. Yes, one of them. One of them jumped out, like, and it's got a piece of. So, so they brought back a piece of the kelp. Yeah, it's got a piece of the kelp stuck to it. So oh, it's sort of. I think okay. it's supposed to be like the fish. Fish was so trying so bad to get away from this this kelp that's growing at an exponential rate that it was yeah. willing to die. Okay, and it had like hairs, like steel wool or something. Yeah, that, on that it. was the yeah. kelp. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, that was just one one scene where I'm like, what, what the hell's <laughs> going on? And then I think like the next thing is when she's like explaining, like, oh yeah, this uh, kelp's growing at an exponential rate. It's taking over the whole tank, and yeah, yeah and it ate, it ate all the fish. 
but uh, that's where it's getting its oh, energy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. But then, uh, they, then they start. <laughs> I heard a goddamn it. Did you did you miss that scene? <laughs> oh no, it was just it, it was no, it was just it, just it, just in general. It's just like it, it, you know, it's it just like oh, it's just add it again, just add it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, from having fish, if fish are really really scared, they will jump out of their tank to try and get away. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. is a real fish response. Sounds like a fun afternoon to me. Scaring oh my fish. Gosh. I was working at. No way. Oh, all right. I was working at a pet shop. We'll have to cut that part out. <laughs> and my boss had had this brilliant idea to put all the baby koi fish. And by the way, baby koi, they were like seven inches long. With, oh my. But yeah, they get three feet. Yeah. On like the top shelf, because it was like, a, like oh. three bays tall. Okay. And this guy came up and like slapped the tank because people are assholes. And like four fish jumped right out of the tank and then knocked themselves unconscious on the floor. So he thought he had killed the fish and this like grown ass man goes running out of the store. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, they seem to be breathing, but they're not moving. So I threw him back in the tank and yeah, I ended up selling them later that week. (laughs) Wow. You out there may have one of those fish. Think about it. If you have a fish that turns slightly (laughs) to the right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, oh, getting something on the radar this enormous infrared object and uh, and, and then the the ship gets attacked by this giant uh, nudibranch or whatever like it totally a looks like slug. a nudibranch it's a sea slug <laughs> so it's like wrapping it up like you know twenty thousand leagues under the sea or whatever and they're like oh my god it's gonna crush us like a pop can ah maybe if we reverse our cloaking device or whatever i'm like wait what you Oh yeah, for radar cloaking, like oh okay, that that makes a lot more sense. Sorry, we've been watching a lot of Star Trek. And I'm like, yeah. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Take it to warp speed. <laughs> but if we reverse it, maybe we can shock it off. Okay, that. Oh worked. no, we're back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, so so they shot the sea, shock the sea slug off with the uh, reverse radar. Um. And they, but they're like falling down the, um, oh my gosh, uh, falling down the trench because I guess they lost their thrusters or ballast or something. I don't know what. Uh, but they land on a perch, uh, so they're like twenty eight thousand feet down, um, and the crew's happy now because uh, Wick kind of came at the last minute and like helped land it on the perch, and so like, all right, this guy's not so bad. He knows what he's talking about. Yay! Woo! Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So he's got like control room privileges back from the captain. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Steve doesn't side. care. Yeah. MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is the scene where yeah we find out about the seaweed taking over the tank, um, and they decide okay we're still getting the signal from the black box uh, down this tunnel so we got to go uh, got to go check it out in our little uh, in the sub. But there's like geyser or, or wait is it was it in the sub or like a. Uh, a, a smaller sub i forget oh yeah they have the exploratory sub the it was like it the exploratory? that was that, that when they so. through the tunnel yeah i don't know uh but yeah so they go through like this little narrow passage no no, no and you're like right they took of, the regular sub was it the right yeah there's yeah, yeah, just the they water, go right? down okay. and then they they have to surface in it yeah okay yeah so they so they go through this little narrow passage and there's like all these like geyser vents kind of steaming off and all that so they're like oh don't get too close it'll melt right through us and blah 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 and then, <laughs> oh, geez. And like while while they're going down this narrow pass, I ever doubt that Skeets is like uh, uh, patting down uh, <laughs> the the navigator's brow and stuff. Like, don't worry, I got gotcha. you. Got you. Just focus on where you're going. Like yeah. 
very supplicant. Yeah. And then they uh, and then they come up in this little like naturally pressurized cavern. What? What, what is this doing here? It's an underwater cave or something. I was like, ah, oh, but the air is toxic, so we still got to be in our suits. Yeah. All right. And then, and that's also around this time where it's like they're like, oh wait, I guess that black box signal is really just an SOS signal. There's also an SOS signal. They're oh, okay. both, and they're together. Why would they be together? Because the ship's still intact, doofuses. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so they, uh, so they go into the cave, and uh, oh yeah, they they like arm up. They get their like guns and uh, you know put the mask on and all that fun stuff. Uh, they raft over, and this is where Skeets informs everybody that he can't swim, and I'm like, well, he's going to die. This is going to be know quick. what's happening, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they come to a fork in the tunnel, and I, I guess they can only see, like, with their radar, like, 90 feet in front of them or something like that. <laughs> and so, like, uh, yeah, split up, and, you know, mm-hmm. cover more ground that way, and, you know, cause more damage, whatever. Um, and they find all these, like, biochemical tanks, and then they start hearing noises down this uh, this little hole, and <laughs> oh jeez, oh yeah, there's like all these little holes in the wall of the cavern, and then we see like these <laughs> little fly heads kind of poking out. <laughs> Anybody else think they were just like flies? Oh, they definitely look like flies. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They looked like uh, the thing that uh, will not return from Big Trouble in oh, Little China. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> we'll see that again. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> When that thing first popped out of its little hole or what have you, I laughed so hard. <laughs> it, was, it was so I ridiculous. I almost expected it to be I mean, friendly. These, <laughs> these these monsters and the monster and the and the effects design is so bizarre because it's you know at the in the first half of the movie it just feels like this you know like the the whole look of it is just a very kind of straightforward you know, um kind of uh, you know, militaristic submarine movie and then out of the, the second half we get these kind of biz, uh, you know bizarre low rent star trek effects and you know like yeah. like corman <laughs> level like star trek effects and it's just the it just feels out of two different movies you almost expect like tribbles to come popping out of the holes. <laughs> Absolutely, or if there were tribbles, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, there was. Yeah, you know, you had you had these kind of like sort of like phallic looking like fly creatures, and then and then it like and and then I guess because like you know they're trying to be equal, then like the the monsters later look very vaginal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it, it, it's. I, I mean, like, yeah, you can say that, but it's like that's that's kind of nature too, like. <laughs> Like yeah, you, it was, you, you look yeah. at the bottom side of a starfish, you're like, "Hey, <laughs> hello there." <laughs> I mean, not so much a horseshoe uh, yeah, crab, but uh, you know. Uh, you seeing any other starfish? <laughs> we, we, we've all been there, right? Right? So not not just me. Right. Right. Starfish. Starfish. <laughs> yeah, but one of these, uh, I don't know, fly-headed worm things or whatever comes shooting out, and they get a uh, Roger, um, the navigator guy, and he's like, "Oh shit." And he, he gets hit by him, and he, like, uh, starts, like, spasming, like, almost immediately. And they're like, oh, shit, we gotta get it back to the siren, too! And uh, they, like, you drop the radar, and so... I think, like, everybody, like, drops radar, because they're, like, basically lost at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But then all the things start coming out of the walls, and they open fire, and... Oh, that's right, and these guns are, like, super pressurized and stuff, because they're supposed to work underwater. Right. And so every time they hit something, it's like a blood explosion. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh but then roger he he he's he's in a bad place like he's shaking and he's like oh, kill me 
and his whole chest is like vibrating. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and, th- and that's when we like get he's got the, a bunch of hamsters. And that's when we get the Cronenberg head explosion, right? Yeah. The that was nice. That was nice. There was a yeah. That was I think that was like half their effects budget just went to that head explosion. Yeah, that was that was a good watermelon. Sledgematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's like okay, then there's like a like an underwater cobra that pops out of nowhere, sure. and like it attacks one of them, and uh, th- there was another one that was like a lionfish but with legs or Wait, something, and, the, teeth, and like, the one with the big teeth. That yeah. was really bizarre. See, that was interesting because it, this there's no consistency with any of the monsters. It, it was literally just like, what do we have in the creature shop? It was just they yeah, just yeah, kept I, throwing. I, it's like I got this thing. Fine, throw it in there. It's good. Yeah, we, we have to shoot now. Throw. It's not ready. Throw it in. You yeah. know what though? Like I appreciate the the. At least the attempt oh, at the creativity on some of the creatures, because sure. they they don't really push it too hard, but the whole thing is like, oh, the government was uh, testing out a genetic modifier, and everything's growing at an exponential rate, and everything they eat they be- becomes part of the DNA, and so they're like trying to mash a bunch of creatures together, and yeah, they definitely yeah. were rushed, but I appreciate the attempt. They really do. Guys, I just figured it out, because I, I remember you had mentioned the Dino De Laurentiis earlier. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what movie he did? Huh. Conan. <gasps> you remember what James Earl Jones turns into? Uh, oh, a, co- uh, a shit. giant, giant fucking snake. Giant cobra. Fucking snake. It's that exact same one. I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> you think it was you think it was the same snake? I think so. Or I'm sure it was like adjusted a little bit, but right. I'm sure it's like one of those things like, yeah, they had it around for a, you know, seven years earlier whenever they did Conan and it it's was like, a little yeah, you know, it's getting a little slimy, a little you know, a little rusty. But you know Oh shit. And he did Leviathan. He sure did. What was the monster then? The Leviathan. It was that uh, the fucking uh, oh. like like the fish headed like yeah, yeah, hunchback yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, like the isopod kind of thing. Yeah, so that was probably the head of the Leviathan from earlier that. Oh, oh I'm God in. Damn it. Oh, I'm in. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I could Movie say he probably right? did just recycle a lot of the the art direction and and effects from Leviathan for this. Nice. Well, uh, un- unfortunately, the, uh, the I don't know, Leviathan head monster uh, <laughs> get- gets a hold of French guy. Uh, was oh, it? No. Philippe, that's right. His name's Philippe, and uh, he gets ripped up. And I think his leg gets ripped off or well, something. Yeah, they ripped his leg off. He's he's gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody else starts heading back, but, uh, but then they're like, wait, Anna's missing. We got to find her. We can't go back without her. And then they get like a... a I think Robbins tells him from Conroy, like, oh, that SSS, or, I'm sorry, SSS, SOS is, like, directly ahead of you if you just keep going forward, like, 20 yards. And they, uh, oh, this ran around this time. They also uh, find out on the sub that the oxygen regenerator is inoperable. So now, now it's like, oh, yeah, we got, like, two hours before we run out of air. What are you going to sure. do? It always <laughs> happens at the most inconvenient moment. And, and it always happens, too, in these movies. <laughs> it's like, we need a ticking clock. Well, you have no more oxygen. That'll do. Works. <laughs> Works. Right. You know, yeah. If, yeah. If it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. We'll just use it again. And then, uh, so, yeah, so they follow this SOS signal, and it leads into, like, this lab, and there's uh, basically a dried-out corpse at, like, one of the computers. Um, and so they pull, like, the, the fl- good old floppy disks out of there, and <laughs> they're like, all right, we can take these back. And uh, oh yeah, they find they they found Anna at this point too, right? 
Yes, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, I think she was there in that in the room or something. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, back on the ship, uh, like the seaweed has like completely taken over the lab. Like it's grown out of the tank. It's all over the walls, all over the floor. And then uh, this like white beard dude walks in. I I, I was thinking like it was like a Svenel Thorson looking dude. Right? He like walks in there like what the hell is this? And then he gets grabbed by like seaweed the seaweed and like wrapped up. And uh, and the cook like hears commotion. He like comes out like, "What the hell? Oh my god! I'm gonna go tell the captain." And then like him and the captain go to see him, and like within five minutes, he's already I, I don't know half plant. Like he's got like <laughs> things growing out of his forehead, and yeah, yeah he's he's a dead man. <laughs> and uh, so then they're like, "All right, well, how did it get into this room?" Like, "Oh, it must have come through the water system." All right, seal that shit up. Uh, no, nobody yeah, takes a shit. Nobody nope. drinks water. Nothing. We're we're keeping it isolated. But then the cook's like, "Wait, I uh, I I kind of drank some water like five minutes ago." <laughs> well, that that's a uh, that's interesting. You should should say that. And, like throws him in a room and locks yeah. the door behind him. <laughs> but but really goodbye forever. Never to be seen Never again. Never to be seen yeah. again. Oh, yeah. And then, like, uh, uh, on the way back on the raft, like, uh, one of the dudes gets killed by, like, an eel that comes after him in the water. And, like, ah! Oh, that's right. Because everybody fell out of the raft because nobody knows how to get out of a raft. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's... The other one. They, just, they just miss that day of training. The, the getting out of the raft yeah. day. <laughs> like, when, what, I'm, in a, I'm in an underground submarine. Why am I going to need a raft? good point all right you pass all right good we're done <laughs> but uh skeets and uh wick they get back on the ship and they're like oh my god everybody's dying this place is all the shit and then uh the captain and robbins they're like yeah yeah um so the doctor here or you know <laughs> lady doctor here is gonna tell you about the quarantined areas while we uh check out these discs <laughs> like wait quarantine areas like yeah, that seaweed's yeah. kind of taken over. Uh, we need right, to get out of here. <laughs> right? Did you not get the memo? Yeah. yeah. Small details. Like, Sorry. but but we still, but we still don't have Anna. We got to get her back. Uh, all right, cool. Well, you have two hours, and we're getting the hell out of here. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's some. Uh, I, that's right. They're like looking at the disc, and they find out about the DNA accelerator, and uh, I, I guess basically they just left it on and it kept making these, these creatures and accelerating their growth and evolution and now shit's out of whack. Um, and so they're like, okay, well we got to go blow up this DNA accelerator. Otherwise things are just going to get worse. And within a week it'll take over the world or something like, all right, cool. So they go back down the tunnel, you yeah. know, just real quick this time. They know where they're going. Well, they've already killed so many of those creatures. How many could be living in there? True, yeah, they Since just follow the blood path What back. is their food source for creatures that large? Each other. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever comes out of the DNA accelerator, right? they're just like, I don't know, super grub worms or something. <laughs> hey, guys, hold on one one quick second. I got to go I gotta go to the door real quick. Okay, All right. you don't cool, mind. Cool, cool. Yeah, hold on. We're, I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we're back. Uh, Nothing. We waited for it. No. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So they're going to get Anna and uh, she she's back in that lab or whatever, I guess. Um, And she like, I I guess they uh, talked to her on the walkie talkie and she's like, "Uh, yeah, there's animals here now. And I'm like having to fire at them. And, you know, the blood explosions everywhere. Like, just just follow the screams and you'll find me. And then she like fires a flare or something and like blows up a bunch of the like biochem yeah. tanks and I'm like, would that cause the 
place to collapse. Ah, don't worry about it, Steve. Yeah. No, no, no. The air pressure is keeping it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they basically follow the screams and they stumble upon this area where there's these giant animal cages that are like all open. And, uh, and then the DNA accelerator, this giant, like, it looks like a power station kind of thing. Like, I don't know. It's futuristic. Uh, but then there's also this giant, like, starfish. But it was the starfish with, like, the, like, a hundred arms or tentacles or whatever. Uh, like, a moonfish? No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's something. Yeah. But it's like one of those just like on the wall and it's got like it's it's you know vagina mouth and like a hundred little tentacle things oh god yeah um, that was yeah no they, they they went full vaginal at the you know the for at, at this point well you say that they said they went full vaginal until something fires out of it and grabs skeets and like i mean i don't know what va- like, oh, i don't know shit. i don't know what vaginas you've seen but <laughs> that has a, a, a giant tentacle that fires out of it and grabs me? Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he? Is this a thing? No. <laughs> but the, and then they also find, like, all these, like, uh, embryonic sacs that have, like, little fetuses. Of, yeah, the eggs. Yeah, yeah, like, creatures from the Black Lagoon or something in them. And they, they kick one over and it's almost human. <gasps> oh, my. They all look like they were left over from the set of Mac and Me. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Babies, yeah, it's like Bleh. yeah, yeah, So yeah, when they see that, they're basically like, "All right, well, let's blow this fucking uh, DNA accelerator up." And then yeah, that's when uh, Skeets gets snagged up. Uh, they just start blowing all these gas tanks that are, of course, strategically placed uh, directly under the the giant vagina fish and the, the DNA accelerator. Yeah. Everything's blowing up, and then it's like, "Okay, cool, mission accomplished." Back on the ship, Robin's uh, like starts whistling and then like sets the escape pod for him to leave everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a twist. <laughs> right. I love that now yeah. that he's now that we know yeah. he's evil, he whistles. Cats. <laughs> Stop. But yeah, yeah. No, I was just I was just saying I, I I love that at this point once he now that he's turned evil, he whistles like that's his that's oh, his yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> Yeah, and so everybody's like running back because you know the the cave's exploding and about to collapse in on itself. Um, oh, that's right. There, um, you know, he's like getting the escape pod and like ready to get out of there. But I say it says escape pod, but he's just getting away on the the sub, right? That's what it seemed yeah. like. Like they don't really seem to have any escape pods. Yeah. That, or oh no, that's right. He had to get that out into the trench because then the escape pod would go out the bottom. That's right. That's right. They showed like some schematic where, like, oh yeah, we can't get out of the skate pod because it's too shallow. And he's like, all oh, right, I gotta get out of here into the ocean to do it. But then, uh, it, you know, the computer's like telling, like, hey, check the exit seal. It's like, oh shit, that's right. the The top is still open, letting toxic gas into the yep. sub. But oh, yeah, we're not worried of about course. this. Yep. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, gets up top and is like trying to close it as everybody's like on the raft, like, hey, Robbins, wait, we're, we'll be there in like two oh. minutes. And he's like, nope, shuts the door. Like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but they uh, they get it open and hop in. And I love how it's like, and the, the, the hatch is open again. He's like, ah, fuck. All right. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, everybody hops in and, uh, you know, all the quarantine areas are open now. So, like, the seaweed's growing really on, like, all the walls, like, even in the hallway and stuff. So it's like, even if they shut the door, it's like, yeah, everybody's screwed. Okay. But they hop into one of the quarantine areas. 
or no, it's like the control room because they're like, well, yeah, this place is uh, empty. And then Robbins pops out of nowhere and gets the drop on him. And I'm like, how the fuck yeah, did that no, happen? They're not in the control. He locks them in, an, I think, in the lab or something. Well, that, that's after he gets the drop on him. Though. Oh, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but 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 like they they have their guns and they're like, where is he? And he like pops up behind one of them. I'm like, was he hiding behind a chair and they just didn't see him? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he gets the drop on him, explains his whole evil plan of like, oh yeah, you know the DNA accelerator, and we were just trying to get rid of it, and then the company wouldn't have to answer questions and blah blah blah. I don't know. It was a lot of exposition right at the end from a from a character that we had very little reason to care about up to then. Yeah. Oh, and he was also like, oh, yeah, and, oh, and there never was a signal. I made it all up. And I'm like, he's evil and whistles. How? How? Right. Like, how did you do that? He's a master ventriloquist. He can uh, manipulate the computers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he takes him over to, like, the lab and throws him in the room with all the, like, fungus or seaweed or whatever growing on the walls. And he's like, yeah, you guys are going to be fucked. But then they're, I don't know, they're in there and uh, Wick's like, Dang, I guess we're boned. Wait, unless I can open up this wall panel and there's the computer board right there. Oh, what luck. <laughs> it was very convenient. And so then he like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he pulls out like one microchip and the whole place shuts down. And uh, <laughs> and Robbins is like, uh, hey, what's going on there? Like, oh, yeah, I got this little microchip here. Uh, yeah, like 30 cents or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess you can't go anywhere. And so, like, Robbins goes in, he's got, like, the gun or whatever, and opens the door, and he's like, hey, you put that shit back. And then the captain comes out of left field and clocks him. Yeah. And <laughs> they start fighting and shit while uh, Wick and uh, Lady Scientist run out of there. Oh, my God. And this fight. Okay, so the captain, like, I don't know, they're rolling around on the ground, and the captain, like, punches Robbins and then shoves his face into, like, the corpse of, like, the, the bearded dude or whatever. Yeah. The, <laughs> like all covered in the seaweed right <laughs> and it's like oh god <laughs> and it's like all right you two kiss <laughs> that was hot that was but hot. uh but in the yeah that was that, it was totally needed yeah. yeah i was down with it but uh, unfortunately it. well unfortunately in this little tussle though the uh the microchip gets destroyed oh no, <gasps> oh, no now we'll never get A control of the ship microchips keeping us at the bottom of the ocean yep Oh, wait, I can just redirect the... Oh, yeah, the ship's back up now. There we go. Bloop, bloop, no bloop, worries. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> I just rerouted around that. Turns out it wasn't actually that important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turns out there's like eight of these things. It's like a like a circuit breaker Oh, hold on. <laughs> I have a whole drawer full of these because yeah. they're 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> they're like in the, uh, the, the... Oh, my God, the little jar with push pins or something. Right? Like, oh, yeah, I got a shit ton of these. And then the captain, like, sets the uh, self-destruct because, uh, you know, the whole the whole ship's basically covered in the seaweed or whatever. Mm. And, oh, yeah, it's also, like, going to blow up the tunnel to, like, seal off everything. I don't know. Um, so they get to the pod and then it's like, oh, yeah, you got, like, 90 seconds. Get the hell out of here. But then the captain slams the door behind him like, what? What are you doing? He's infected. Yeah, and the little He's tussle. infected. Yeah. <laughs> he shows his hand. It's got, like, a little mark where, I guess, the seaweed got on i don't know got in a cut on his hand or something he's fucked oh yeah and you get a nice little uh scene with the patriotic music where he's wandering the ship and like looking at photos and like yeah right i mean it, at this point it's it's too late to it's too late to to generate any kind of emotional connection to any character i mean you you kind of should have done that in the first five minutes 
Yeah, yeah. Well, first five, last five. What's the difference? Eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same, same. But uh, yeah, so he's he's locked himself in the ship. The escape pod goes, and uh, <laughs> the ship goes boom, <laughs> collapses the tunnel. Everyone's safe. And the escape pod starts going up to the surface. <gasps> and uh, Wick and his ex, the lady scientist or lady officer or whatever, they're holding hands and it zooms in <gasps> on their hands. Roll credits. Aww. That was the that was the most yeah. nothing ending ever. It's just yeah, I mean that's <laughs> for for again a relationship that we weren't invested in at all. I mean that's the thing they 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 set that up at the beginning and then I mean by the end of it I was like oh yeah I had for completely forgotten that there was any kind of connection between them because it didn't pose any kind of conflict. It wasn't there really wasn't any there there really wasn't any significance it was just a thing they 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 picked up at the beginning and then dropped at the end yeah well do you think they get back together at the end or do you think once they uh, hit dry land it's like oh yeah that's right there's a reason we don't hang out i mean they <laughs> held hands so i think it's i think we know the answer i think that's all you need all right love, all right. love that's that's love that, that's all you didn't need. keep them together before but it's going to work this time <laughs> so, lady, gentlemen, yes. would you recommend The Rift? I mean, moments. It definitely had its moments, but like again, like like this is a this is a, one of those films you could you could you could get the same from like a five minute supercut. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like like checking out the uh, monster fight scenes and like a couple others. It's like, yeah, you could really condense this down to a a trailer, basically, and it'd be like, you've been, oh, yeah, man, if I you've seen the trailer, out. you've seen the movie. I mean, I think is yeah. the, the overall consensus. <laughs> yeah, babe, would you agree? Yeah, I mean. All right, here's the thing. If underwater monster movies are your jam, like they are for Steve and I, then definitely go watch it. It's super fun. But uh, if if it's not, then you can skip this one. There's better ones. Yeah, yeah it's an it's an hour and 20 minutes. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> it's not like two and a half hours like The Abyss or anything. But yeah, if yeah. you're like waiting around uh, for a package to be delivered, this is perfect to throw on. It'll distract yeah. you. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, and, to be sp- and specifically uh, um, uh, movies that are... Three quarters underwater, one quarter in a cave. Yeah. If you like that kind of movie yeah. specifically, then. <laughs> a very specific genre. Right. Yeah. Very <laughs> you know, specific genre. Underwater, so, somewhat in a cave movie. Yeah, excellent. Well, um, yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, break. yeah, we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, oh? and what we learned from The Rift. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hey everyone, you're invited to Harpy Hour! I'm Tracy. I'm Liz. I'm Steph. We are the Harpies. And Harpy Hour is our new podcast featuring ridiculous stories in history, science, and entertainment. Were you ever suspicious that pigeons were secretly spying on you? How do you know who to eat first if you survive a shipwreck? Do problematic musicals send you into an uncontrollable rage? 
If so, then Harpy Hour might be your new favorite podcast. That's H-A-R-P-Y for Harpy and new episodes air every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on all social media at Harpy Hour Pod. And check us out on harpyhourpodcast.com. Okay, bye! Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen... And Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Your host Cam Sully each week as he chats with special guests to discuss many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week. Oh, she said it. Ah! <laughs> but Steve, we are far too sober for some fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts about this movie. Oh, you got sure a beer? Are. Uh, luckily, I do. And because this is our last episode of <gasps> the year 2020, such that it is, uh, this calls for a special occasion. And I have from Ketos Brewing Ooh. their third anniversary ale. Oh, wow. 11.6% alcohol by oh, volume. Oh, snap. Ooh. Uh, yeah, looking for a description on it. Yeah, usually with anniversary ales, it's usually like a, a mixture of like four or five of theirs, right? Yes. What uh, the, the second anniversary one we had was, it was like a, a blend of like an imperial porter and a barley wine, and then they just aged them together. Yeah, probably this. Yeah, being that high, yeah, it's got to be like imperial something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an imperial something uh but only a moment while i pop my top oh ooh, it's top sexy nice ooh yeah it looks like a barley wine just from the top color when it exploded <laughs> but uh yeah and the pour oh my ooh this is a beautiful dark beer with ruby highlights it's relatively clear but yeah super dark it has a dark brown foamy head that is dissipating super quickly Probably due to the alcohol content. Oh, yeah, you can smell the booze Oh, the there. aroma. This smells like chocolate bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Steve's gone oh. in for the sip. Oh, yeah, that's like a... Ooh. It's like a chocolatey barley wine, I think. Mm. Like it's, oh, that's delicious. It's got chocolate notes. It's got good roasty, earthy notes. That is a deceptive 11%, though. Like, you can taste some booze. I would not guess this was... Over 11%. This might be like barrel aged or something too. Like I'm definitely Get getting a little, like a little oaky vanilla kind of notes. Yeah. yeah. This is a delightful beer. Guys, if you ever find yourself in Salt Lake City, Ketos Brewing, they are fantastic. Mm-hmm. God damn, that's good. And they have excellent mm. chips and salsa. 
Oh yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> Make make a date out of it. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's right. And they have all the pinball and the old game machines too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ketos. Nice They're great. <laughs> so, uh, would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun fun facts. <gasps> they are. Ah. All right. Uh, so with this movie, I checked Rotten Tomatoes. They don't have a critics or an audience. Oh score. wow! Like apparently, not enough people have seen it the makes rift. Makes sense. Yeah. Which is... <gasps> Hmm. Which is interesting. Interessante. I, mean, I, 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 yeah. Based on the other ones this month, I assume like you know it'd be in the the twenties or something like that for like the percentage. Probably, but... yeah. Turns out people don't love these kinds of movies the way we do. Right. Ugh. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> Yet they keep making. They them gave all their that... love to the abyss, and that was that was that was, that was it. That was the only. They didn't even the give only... any love to Leviathan. And that had right. RoboCop. Damn it. No. <laughs> Well, and they keep making these kind of movies, too, because, I mean, basically, uh, like like you mentioned, the original script being in space. This is that movie uh, Life that came out a couple of years ago that everybody thought was like a, a secret alien prequel or whatever. I don't think I saw it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like Ryan Reynolds or Jake Gyllenhaal. One of those guys was in Gyllenhaal, it. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. Some good looking yeah. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, oh yeah, they find this organism, it like grows and takes things over and they're stuck in space. Yeah, anyway, check it out. Yeah, $1.3 million budget, which, you know, not bad. Excellent. It was all on screen. It was all on screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure all all six of the actors worked for scale, you know. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, after uh, producing Leviathan for about $30 million, uh, decided to uh, finance a smaller budget version uh, version to try to make up some of what he lost with Leviathan, because as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, it was kind of a flop. Also, apparently, okay, so the original script, uh, with the 250-page one uh, that we mentioned earlier, uh, that was written in English, but it had to be translated into Italian for Dino De Laurentiis, and then into Spanish for the d- director, J.P. Simon, uh, because he didn't speak English. And apparently on set, uh, they had to have an interpreter present at all times because, you know, to give directions in English because it was an English cast or, you know, American cast. So this is like like a Troll 2 scenario. Exactly. Oh, shit. So just, yeah, it's so it's just, it's the whole thing is just a bad game of telephone. Yeah, I, I mean, all that considered... I, I mean, Troll 2, you can tell that movie was just <laughs> crazy Wait, with that, that same they, they situation. They hired a dentist who was going to be just part <laughs> yeah. of the, the townspeople as one yeah. of their main actors. Yeah. And uh, right. what, what, and, one of their and other one actors? Guy who was one guy who was about ready to commit himself to an insane asylum. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's more than that. He did commit himself to an insane asylum like a few days after his scenes ended because he kept fantasizing about murdering the child actor. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By the yeah. way, we're referring to the worst movie or worst was it best worst movie? Is that the name best of the documentary? Best worst movie, Troll Two. Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic uh, documentary. Oh my god! It oh, the documentary is is it's a wonderful documentary. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, made by the kid who is in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> you don't piss on hospitality. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh my god! How have we not done that movie yet? Because we've been saving it. Yeah, well, mm, like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darn it! We should have done it for our two hundred and fiftieth after uh, Mark Summers encouraged us to keep <laughs> keep going, keep podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then tell us we shouldn't feed Twinkies to our cats, which is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, but, oh, but uh, lady, gentlemen, what did we learn from the rift? Uh, Galen, as our guest, would you like to go first? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think if you've made a a movie that that no one that no one saw, don't make a a, a much cheaper version of that movie because probably. The same will follow, only more so. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Izzy, how about you? Um, I learned that if you're fighting underwater alien creature hybrid thingies in a cave, uh, be sure to hit them with a high-powered rifle because their heads will explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a watermelon. Uh, I learned what NATO stands for. It's uh, never a thing organized. Hey. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain now. No. Uh, oh anybody else learn anything? Steve? Not much. I mean, I learned that this movie existed. Oh, which yeah. Which I didn't, which I didn't until recently, so. Yeah, you, you gotta watch a bunch of these to find those those few gems that just yeah. linger with you forever, you know? Oh, so good. <laughs> this, yeah. this may be one of those other ones, you know? <laughs> right, what? yeah. Excellent. Well, Galen, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything yeah. I Learned from Movies. Uh, where can people find you on the social medias and uh, follow your incredible career? I mean, you've been on like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, like a bunch of great shows. You have like over 100 like credits. That's amazing, dude. I, oh, thank you. Yeah, I've I've been very fortunate um, just uh, over the years, you know, from... Um, you know, since I since I've begun acting, and and you know, for the, for my for my time in Los Angeles, you know, I, I managed to um, stay stay busy working with with just a lot of wonderful people and a lot of great projects. Um, yeah, I'm on. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Galen Howard, uh, all one word, and um, I like to complicate things on Twitter. So that on, my Twitter handle is underscore Galen underscore Howard underscore. Um, I don't know why I chose that. I think there might have been another Galen or something on there, and I was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm the underscore Galen. Um, you didn't and, go for uh, the real Galen Howard or the fake Galen Howard? Yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't that clever at the time. You know, I was just, I was, I was just giving underscores their, their due love. Um, but uh, and then you can, as, as far as things I've done recently, um, check out. Uh, the movie I'll be around on uh, that's streaming for free on Amazon Prime. That's a kind of a an Altmany Linklatery uh, ensemble comedy set in the LA music scene. Really fun, really, yeah, very very heartfelt. Uh, yeah, yeah, good good time overall and great music. So check that out. And uh, again, yeah, I've been on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Agents of Shield. And so if you binge that stuff, you'll see my face. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, especially over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I sell my wares. Uh, by the time this came out, comes out, it's going to be past the Christmas shipping deadline. I'm so sorry, guys. So the shop might be on vacation. Uh. Go ahead and favorite it. And as soon as I open it back up, you'll be second to know. But I've got I do handmade tea towels. We both we tie dye them and we block print them. I've got my movie monsters who love kittens watercolors that are available i've got buttons i've got stickers all kinds of crazy stuff 
we may also have something we uh, actually put up earlier today uh, <gasps> oh, for uh, future movie releases in our world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and be sure to check out my tea public uh, under Untidy Venus. I have the links to that on my website, IzzyCreates.com. I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-S. Uh, on our tea public, we have Steve's uh, mock movie posters available and his uh, garbage griffins of the world that we yeah. did in July. I got a bunch of my art available. Print on demand on super soft t-shirts. It's great. Get all your merch. Yeah. And of course, you can follow us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from Movies. movies. Uh, we're on Patreon too if you want to throw a few shekels our way and get access to all sorts of uh, exclusive episodes and early access to all the other stuff, yeah. uh, extended interviews, all, all kinds of great stuff. Our Patreon's got special gifts this past month. You could get those too. Oh. Oh, they enjoyed them. Trust me. Oh, yeah. We dropped like 90 bucks on shipping because we always do. It's great. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) God bless pirate ship. (laughs) Oh. Uh, But yeah, until uh, next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Galen. And this This is is Everything Everything I Learned learned From Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. (laughs) Farewell.